Before we get into today's episode, I just want to talk about being a working mom for a moment. Before the pandemic hit, I was honestly struggling to juggle it all. Getting up, getting ready, getting Milo up, getting him ready, getting both of us out the door, rushing to daycare, leaving him in the uncertain care of a stranger, then sitting in the stresses of rush hour traffic, paying for parking in the garage of my downtown high-rise office, skipping lunch, and then leaving early just to be able to pick him up from daycare on time. Corporate finance didn't match me as a solo parent, and that's why I chose to build my own home bookkeeping business. You might not be in the exact same situation, but whatever your need for flexibility is, I created the Home Bookkeeper Masterclass just for that. Professional and lifestyle flexibility. My course is now, for a limited time, being offered for only $99. In this course, I share everything I've learned about building and scaling my very own remote home bookkeeping practice. Enroll now at edjconsultinggroup.com under resources. We're back with another episode of Mommy Wines with your favorite wine mom, Emma Dawn. Tune in while she shares her motherhood experiences, introduces you to motivational and empowering special guests, and sips away your sins in the Mommy Wines Confessional. Mom life can sometimes get lonely and overwhelming, so she created this relatable, inclusive, and supportive space for us to be ourselves. Let loose, enjoy a glass of wine, and laugh. Get ready for today's episode. Here's Emma. Can you hear me now? Yes. Okay. I think before my phone was on mute, so it has to be my computer for some reason. <laughs> I'm like the least tech savvy person in the whole wide world too. So. Oh my gosh. I, I'm, I've been normally really good with zoom, but I had, um, a woman named Anne and I just might start off this podcast episode with a confession. Um, and she's like, I, you can't hear me. I'm like, no, I can't hear you. And the entire time my Yeti microphone volume was like all the way down. Cause my kid had moved it. Um, cause normally I don't touch these settings, but sometimes he'll like fidget with my recording equipment and stuff. And I'm like, yeah. so there was no tech technical difficulty. Like zoom wasn't drunk. I just didn't have the volume up, <laughs> but it's okay. She, it. she rescheduled and, uh, she's going to come back on the show, but, um, I'm glad I'm telling you and not, th- this isn't definitely not going to be the confession for her episode, but, <laughs> but yeah, I just, I didn't have the volume up on my microphone and the whole time. Yeah. We were like trying everything, like cell phones, like we were just doing like cell phones. She was like logging in from a different computer. We like logged in, logged back in, logged out in. And it was like this whole big thing. We tried for like 20 minutes and she's like, should I just reschedule? Maybe it's just like, maybe Zoom is overwhelmed today. And I was like, yeah, go ahead and reschedule. And then the next um, podcast that I had scheduled for that day, I noticed that the volume was just turned all the way down. 
Oh, dang it. I'm like, well, that's embarrassing. <laughs> I mean, that kind of stuff happens to me all the time. Cause like I said, I'm like the least tech savvy person. My husband's super tech savvy. So if he's around, I'm like, Oh, I need some help. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, lucky, lucky for you, you have him because yeah. I feel like the past year I have spent my screen time. I remember because I got a iPhone a, a few years ago and it like started doing the whole like swipe over and you could see how much you're spending on your phone every day. And it was like an hour, two hours. And I'm like, oh man, this one time I spent like two and a half hours on my phone. My screen time or whatever was like, my thing was like two and a half hours. Lately, it's been like between six and eight hours. My phone is active in a day. I'm like, I'd be so proud of myself. (laughs) Are you more? I mean, I'm around like three and four for sure. But yeah, like, I don't think been to, but I do every, I mean, your phone does everything for you. It does definitely now. Like nowadays it's like six to eight hours a day. My phone is like activated. Oh yeah. And that's, that's like emails. It's like using my GPS. That's like (laughs) taking a picture of my kid, anything. I mean, I can even check people out at my work. It does everything. Yeah. I, I would rather this is like one of the things that me and a friend of mine were playing the other day is we were on the phone and we were playing, would you rather? And she's like, would you rather have your car stolen or lose your phone? And I'm like, take my car. Here's the keys. (laughs) It's so true. I'm like, I can live without my car. Like that's fine. But like my phone, no way. It literally manages my entire life. I wouldn't even know what to do for the day. I would, it's my entertainment. It's, it's everything for sure. But for sure, I'm so glad to have you on the show because like super nervous. I've never done anything like this before. So really, I was actually like some of the things that I should have brought to the table. And I was like, I, I feel like when someone's like, bring this to the table, I like, don't know what to do. So I was (laughs) like, I'm going to like show up and hope it works out. Gonna be fine. My show's yeah. super casual. Um, yeah. so I'm not gonna interview you like Oprah. Maybe okay. one day. Okay. Maybe we'll see. Um <laughs> but I was really just I found your profile on Instagram. Yeah. And unless a booking agency or something reaches out to me, I normally find all my guests on Instagram because the goal of the show here in I'm happy to say that that goal has been accomplished, especially over the past year, um, is just to hear stories from just real, relatable, everyday moms and women. And a few of the things that stuck out to me is you're a fellow business owner. Yeah. And you're also in an industry that I have absolutely (laughs) no experience in. I am like in general or yeah, I'm just like the worst at hair. I can't do hair. Um, I box dye my hair still just because I'm so, (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> I'm so afraid of like, I'm a single parent. So like, I'm, a, I'm afraid to like go in and have like my son there with me and sitting for like six hours. No, I get it. I honestly, being in the industry, I feel like I don't get my hair done as much because I'm there so much I that know. it's like, now it's like the person that cleans your house, like probably doesn't have the cleanest house. Like your hairstylist doesn't have the best <laughs> hair because we just neglect ourselves to make everybody else beautiful. So I, I totally understand. That's true. My aunt, her husband, it, he owns his own plumbing company and they were down to one bathroom in their house for like <laughs> my entire childhood. <laughs> See, Their half bath didn't work and uh, you had to walk through their master bedroom <laughs> every single time. And I'm like, and that's well, why yeah. you never buy a car that says a mechanic special because you know, it's broken. <laughs> <laughs> But I want to hear just all about your business and you just being a woman out there in the business world. Like, what is your, what does your day-to-day look like? We need to take a short break to talk about my favorite wine company that gives back. And that's One Hope. I'm proud to say and celebrate that One Hope Wine has reached over $6 million in donations. That's crazy. One Hope's award-winning wines are made by some of the most acclaimed winemakers in the industry, blending traditional winemaking methods with modern techniques. Each exquisite bottle becomes a catalyst for change. One Hope's commitment to high-quality wine is as important as their commitment to the causes they support. Through the sale of every bottle, One Hope has donated over $6 million to impactful causes around the world. They have built a school in Guatemala, funded over 19,000 days of clinical trials for breast cancer research, planted a forest in Indonesia, provided over 3 million meals for children in need, and found over 80,000 pets forever homes. If you're going to sip, then sip with purpose. They even just released the new tasting flights, mini bottles for you to have your own wine tasting right at home. Shop, ship, sip, one hope at onehopewines.com backslash my shop backslash mommy wines. Link is in the show notes below. Well, gosh, every day is so different. But so I have been in the hair industry since 2004. Oh, wow. And I just opened my own salon. It'll be two years ago in August. And we actually were just nominated top five salons in the Kansas City area, which is like insane. There's only two of us in my salon. It's like really, really small. It's like one of those little salon suites. So I would love that. It's huge that just the two of us got nominated. So um, uh, I worked pretty much full time until I had a baby, which she's almost six. So, you know, (laughs) so fast, but. I usually like take her to school. And then from that point on, I kind of hit the ground running. So I have my salon. So I have my clients for the day. And then I also have kind of like a tiny little makeup business. And then I have, uh, after the pandemic, because salons were closed for months, I decided that I wanted to launch like a tiny little clothing line. Cause I was like, I have makeup and hair and you know, what, 
doesn't make you feel better besides like your hair, makeup and like a nice outfit. So, and I wanted something outside of hair just in case that happened again. Cause I'm like, Oh my gosh, if the hair industry closes down for months on end again, like then I can sell clothes. So I started <laughs> a little too. So if I'm not like in the salon, I'm working on like ordering clothes or managing my website or, you know, trying to find some time to relax or keep my house in order, which is like almost a joke at times. So, yeah. Oh yeah. I love these. I used to do these recordings, like just audio only. It would be like a recorded phone call through the anchor app. And now I do them on zoom, but this is like the only, okay, I'm going to sit here. This is the only area in my house that's clean right now. Yeah. I mean, you you can see behind me. You definitely would not want to see my kitchen right now. I feel like I kind of catch up on the weekends, which I work Saturdays. So I'm off Sundays and Mondays. And so Sundays and Mondays are like catch up days. I'm like trying to get laundry and toys picked up and, you know, just trying to keep going. Cause you know, I, I can't remember how old your son is, but he's four. Yeah. So he's going to be five in September. They're a constant flow of a mess. Like you get <laughs> one area cleaned up and the other area is like, a toy bomb went off. Oh my gosh. I know. Um, I do all of these recordings when he goes to visit his dad for the weekend. So that's why they're only every other weekend. If you notice that yeah. on my calendar, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. well, in probably about 45 minutes. So we might miss it, but I mean, she would be like right here. Yeah. And I'm like, Oh, I love doing these recordings because I like get to talk about things. And then after It's like my, first of all, these recordings are one of my only times to talk to other adult human beings Um, because due to COVID, I had to take my business remote full time. Um, So I'm no longer like in an office or working with other people. We just, I work right here in my kitchen (laughs) and um, which is nice, but like also tough, you know, like, yeah, how much you really thrive off that other people interaction. I know. I never noticed it before. And now I'm like, maybe I am a people person, (laughs) but I'm like, I felt like extroverted introvert or is that what it is? Or an introverted extrovert? Like I like, like I like being around people, but I can kind of be a little bit like to myself at times, if that makes sense. See, like that's why Fridays, every other Friday is my favorite day because my son is gone. I have my conversations with grownups and, <laughs> and they're already people I find interesting because typically I reach out to my guests and then I'd like sip some wine. I clean my house and then I like get to sit on my couch and quiet while my house is clean. And I'm like, wow, that is like a gift to myself. <laughs> yeah. It's adulting at its finest. You know, it's like getting excited. I ha- I'm looking at a a vacuum cleaner box because my son decided to take my Dyson out and vacuum his sandbox and completely burn. No. And and it was like the cordless one that you would charge. So I'm like, you know what? It's going to be nice to not have to worry about like running out of time. Like I have one, I just got it. It's like a plug-in one that you just plug into the wall. And I'm like, wow, I spent like an hour and a half just vacuuming random parts of my house the other day. Cause I was like, I never had this much time before. 
It was normally yeah. something that, like get done in like 15 minutes and then wait for it to charge some more. I'd do like one room at a time. Yeah. <laughs> home too. Yeah. But I'm like, I am really 31 right now because I'm really excited about this vacuum cleaner. Like if that is not a 31 year old thing to do, like, I don't know what is. Yeah. Which I I'll be 37 this summer and I am like really into like plants right now. And I feel like that's where I like, I'm like a crazy plant. I like love them. I used to like not be able to keep anything alive. And like, I got one plant from a client and I was like, I don't know why you're giving this to me. Like, it's not going to live. <laughs> and I've kept it alive, like two years now. So I'm like, now I, if I keep this one alive, I can keep all of these alive. So now I just keep coming home with all these two plants. My husband's like, what are you going to do with all of these plants? Like, <laughs> find a place for them. <laughs> we, we cited, or we decided to do homeschooled preschool. And that was kind of our, not only because of the pandemic, but also because my son refuses to potty train. He's like, he knows everything about it. He can do everything himself. He changes his own pull-ups. He just refuses to potty train. And I'm like, well, you can't go to school. So I'm stuck with you. Um, So we decided to do homeschooling for preschool. And we're going to reevaluate everything this fall. And one of the activities we did was we did like one of those seed starter kits for like vegetables. Oh, yes. We did that one of those last year. And it was so fun. It was, and then now we have like a whole raised garden bed and I'm trying to keep it. I'm so good with the seeds, but I'm trying to keep like the actual plants alive. (laughs) Yeah. And I'm like, that's where I'm kind of failing. Uh, But here in Northern Nevada, it's been like, we had like no winter. So my thought process was, oh, we had no winter. So once it gets warm, it's going to stay warm, right? No, it did not stay warm. I put all of my plants outside, spent all this money on like dirt and a raised garden bed. And then it like froze two nights in a row. Uh, (laughs) But my snap peas, my snap peas are where it's at. Those things are they're tough. So if you want a plant that you really can't kill and you want to try gardening, snap peas. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. See, I didn't, I have never, ever, ever had a garden in my life. Like my dad did growing up, but I never personally have. And since I got into the indoor plants, of course I have to get into the outdoor plants. So I did, and I'm talking like Monday, a couple tomato plants and a little sweet pepper plant in just some pots on my on my porch. So I'm going to give it a go. I, I don't know how well I'll do with it. So talk to me in like a few weeks when they're brown and, but yeah, I'm going to give it a go as well. So maybe I should have gotten some snappies. Wine moms. I have a confession. Coffee is one of my major food groups. (laughs) Having my son home with me all year through a pandemic Expanding my home bookkeeping practice, EDJ Consulting Group, getting my nonprofit program, Sterling Lives, approved, beginning to homeschool, starting sports, getting roped into being a coach. It's honestly what keeps me going and retaining the little bit of sanity I have left. Coffee Over Cardio is my go to lifesaver. 
It's owned and operated by female entrepreneur Abby Scott, and it's all carb-free, sugar-free, keto-friendly, and gluten-free. With super fun flavors like birthday cake, cinnamon bun, French toast, vanilla hazelnut, my favorite, and so many more, you honestly can't go wrong. Coffee Over Cardio has all your coffee accessories like tumblers and frothers, creamers, and my must-have hydrate you can add to coffee or water. Upping the flavor and hydration with electrolytes. Abby is seriously a genius. Get 10% off when you use my code 10 Dawn and free shipping on orders over 85. Once again, that's code 10 Amadon, and the link is in the show notes below. See, I feel like that's how, that's like a normal transition, but like, I don't ever do normal transitions. I'm like, oh, I kept a majestic palm tree alive for a week. Now let's just turn my entire backyard into a garden. <laughs> I'm like, I love it. Like, well, that wasn't so bad. Okay. Let's do it all all at one time. No, like I should have probably gotten like, I should have waited, should have maybe got some pots, you know, maybe a couple plants that were already alive (laughs) and like sturdy enough to withhold my, my (laughs) noviceness and like then gone from there. But nope, we planted like, oh my God, watermelon, zucchinis, uh, peas, peppers, tomatoes, pumpkins. God, what, I don't even know what else, uh, carrots, like everything. Uh, that's so amazing. I just took my kid to they Home Depot. Your own, like the coolest feeling. I hope, I hope we get to eat some of the stuff. <laughs> Yourself. Uh, I hope so. But yeah. well, talking about your son, not being potty trained. I will Cause I have, uh, my daughter has some special needs. She will be six this summer and still not body drained, which like you said, she's very like kind of aware of what's going on and like gets the fact that that's where it goes, but like still will not. So I feel your pain when it comes to that. Cause it's like, I'm, I'm telling you when I don't have to purchase another diaper, <laughs> the best day of my life or give away a box to a family that needs it. Like yeah, it's going to be like the best feeling I've ever had in my life. Just imagine, like, I did the budgeting. So a case of diapers is like, what, $28? I'm like, that's one bottle more of wine a month. <laughs> like, so right? if I go through two boxes a month, it's two extra bottles. That's 24 extra. That's a case of wine a year that I'm going to be able to get because I have now already budgeted for all of your damn diapers. Yes. Oh my <laughs> God. And it's just a little piece of whatever that you throw in the trash. So, and yeah, yeah. I, I'm so ready for it to be over with. They, Wine up all day. All day. I'm so glad. Like not, I'm not glad that your kid is not potty trained. However, I am glad that you are the very first mom to be on the show that has an age appropriate child who is still not potty trained because everybody yes. looks at me and they're like, what are you doing? What are you like? All the things. I, the harder 
the more she pushes back. So you can't push too hard. I have honestly, I have given up because he will like bust down the door in my bathroom and he'll come in and he'll be like, you done. And he'll like hand me toilet paper. He's like, now wipe. I'm like, okay. And then he's like, all done. And then he like puts the toilet seat down, like the lid. And then he flushes it. And he's like, good job, mommy. You did a good potty. I'm like, you do a good potty. Like, what are you? Yeah, right. (laughs) I'm with you. I tried everything. And I just, everybody is like that. She will, she'll do it when she's ready. And so if she says she needs to go, I put her on there. If she goes in her pants, we just move right along. You know, it's like, I just, I can't stress about it too much. It would drive me. It's, it's becoming one of those things where I'm just kind of like giving up. We've been at this for almost three years. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm just tired. I'm like, I hope that you're not going to do this forever. I'm like, cause eventually they're going to stop making pull-ups that fit you. That's my, that was my concern. I'm like, thank goodness you're a dainty little thing. Cause <laughs> Where do you go after that? I don't know. We're already in the biggest size. I know. I know. <laughs> I'm like, I don't, I don't know. I always just make the joke that I'm going to like, I'm going to pack pull-ups in his suitcase when he goes off to college. And I'm like, <laughs> at, at that time, what is he going to do? Like join Chris Jenner in a freaking Depends commercial? Like, where is this <laughs> going? What is the future for you? yeah I used to carry around this big purse with like diapers and wipes and like all her things and you know it got to the point where I was like I'm carrying a purse this big that carries my things and you if you're still gonna pee and poop your pants you can carry your own diapers like (laughs) that's where if that's what if that's where we're at you're carrying it you're carrying them yourself Milo see I might try that because he would love to carry a purse everywhere he goes (laughs) he is so fierce and so fabulous I like just don't even know what to do with him sometimes he would love that I love it It, it's funny the other day we were driving home and the music was on and he's like mommy mommy and I heard him in the background he's like turn the music down and I'm like okay so I turn the music down like what do you need and he's like I just wanted to tell you that you're fierce and fabulous and I was like Oh, honey. That's so cute. You're fierce and fabulous too. And he's like, I know. (laughs) You know what? You're doing something right then. Because I'm like, oh my God, you need a man in your life because (laughs) I'm like, but it's just so cute. Oh, I said, I think he sounds like a wonderful kid. I hope so. I hope he keeps going with it. I'm like, don't lose your confidence, kiddo. I'm like, For sure. I want you to wake up every day and think you're fierce and fabulous. <laughs> exactly. Maybe I, mean, I think of the place he'll be in adulthood if he continues thinking that way. Oh, I hope so. Okay, wine moms, let's get serious, but just for a moment. For years, I have been dreaming up and working on putting together a nonprofit program to aid the youth aging out of the foster care system. Recently, I submitted this idea to the heads of the Department of Child and Family Services here in my state, and thankfully, my program was approved. They saw an overwhelming need, and the Sterling Lives program is now moving forward. But to make this a reality, we will need more than the little bit of government funding allocated for these youth. 
Most of these youth aging out will face homelessness, addiction, incarceration, or worse. At best, many continue the cycle of negativity by entering into criminal organizations and gangs or abusive relationships that result in unwanted pregnancies, poverty, unsafe work trades, leading to even more children entering the foster care system and families living off government welfare. To break these chains and end the cycle, the Sterling Lives program is dedicated to helping aged out youth transition into healthy, productive adults, granting youth eco-friendly and affordable housing, safe work opportunities with flexible schedules to prioritize mental health, education, and job training, all while boosting America's rural economy with sustainable, environmentally focused tourism. Ways you can help are by snagging up some MWP merch, drinking One Hope wine, and donating directly at the Sterling Lives GoFundMe. All links are in the show notes below. But one of the things that you mentioned that I wanted to talk more about, and because I've only ever had one other um, special needs mom on the show, is what that was kind of like for you. Because I remember when we were in Utah, we had to go to a developmental specialist because the daycare thought that Milo was a little bit behind. Um, And just going through that process was like, I was okay with it no matter what, but it was still terrifying. Oh, absolutely. So Um, what was your kind of journey with that? Like, how did you find out? So when she was about nine months old is when we really started noticing that things were like a little bit different. And of course, in the beginning, no one really believes you as a parent. Like they're like, oh, you're just a first time mom, but um, within that, I will just tell, I tell everybody, if you feel like there's something wrong with your kid, don't let someone talk you out of it. Like if just keep pushing to find answers, even if the answer is that they're normal, you know, like I just, I'm glad that I didn't stop looking, even though even doctors told me like she was fine, you know? So we really, um, she's, we found out her diagnosis when she was like two and she's almost six. So it's been so long now, but, um, I mean, we really just did like a bunch of different testing. And like you said, uh, you know, developmentally stuff like that. And we narrowed it down. Well, we did first, we did like an MRI and they found like a little spot on her brain, but they said that that wasn't really like what that was like part of our answer, but not all of it. So we went ahead and did some genetic testing and then she was like diagnosed with uh KIF1A, which is, I guess everybody has a KIF1A gene. Hers just has like a little bit of a break in it. Um, so she has like global developmental delay and some vision issues and, um, some like gross motor issues. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I, I could like talk all day about it, but I feel like <laughs> Um, it is, it's, it's the, it's crazy, you know, like you think it's hard to let, like, let go of like what you thought parenting was going to be like, and like what you thought, what, how you envisioned your child growing up to be like who they were going to be. Um, but it just, it's also like super rewarding, you know, like she just is so strong that it's, 
it's like really inspiring, you know, like if you think you had a hard day, like then you look at her and you're like, wow, like you really do overcome so much in just a day's work that comes so naturally. Now. Yeah. I feel like nine months to two years, that's a long time to feel like, and I know as a mother, you just kind of have this like intuition like my son can be sure. like my son. I feel like it's a little creepy sometimes. Like kind of like if you had like a twin, you know, <laughs> like, yeah. but like my son will be at his dad's and I'll be like, I'll have this feeling and I'll be here and I'll be like, I think, I think there's something wrong. I think there's something wrong and he'll bring him back and I'll be like, so how was the weekend? And he's like, he had a little fever on Saturday night, but he's fine. And I'm like, oh my God, I felt weird on Saturday night. Like, yeah, yeah, it's parenting is so weird. And I feel like to go from nine months to having this like inkling of a feeling that something might be wrong to then at two years to get an answer. That's a long time to wait. Oh, it's like doctor's appointment after specialist appointment after therapist appointment, like of like a letdown and a letdown and a letdown until you like finally get to like where you're going. And honestly, whenever, whenever, cause she is like one of like less than 300 in the world that are diagnosed with her. Yeah. So it's super rare. So when we first found out, I want to say we were like one, like 60 or 70 in the world at that moment. Oh my goodness. Um, our, a ton in the last few years, but So the research that was out there was like really devastating and it's a spectrum disorder. So, um, you know, I, I, let's, let me reel back. Like I, when I found out I was very happy because I'm obviously gone this whole period of like trying to find an answer of what's going on with my little one. And then finally get an answer. I was like super happy. Like, I was like, Oh my God, thank you. And then I started doing research and it was like, these terrible things. I mean, children pass away from it, you know, like, so I'm like thinking I'm going to lose my kids. So it was like in 24 hours, I've gone from like the happiest, yay, we have a diagnosis to like, holy crap. Like what's her future, you know, like, and luckily, um, she is very healthy, you know, minus some of her little struggles. Like she, doesn't really, her gait is kind of funny when she walks and she falls a lot, her balance is, you know, stuff like that. And her cognitively, she's like way, way behind, but I mean, her as a whole, she's very healthy. So I'm like super, super fortunate of that because some of our kids, when I families, their kids just aren't, and you know, some of them don't make it. And it's, it's being a small organization, you do become close with the families and even though some of them you've never met, you like feel close with them. And it's, it's devastating as, you know, as, as an organization, it's just crazy. So, so I'm super fortunate that we don't, you know, have anything crazy like that going on, but yeah, it's just, uh, you know, it's a whole world you don't want to be involved in. (laughs) Oh, definitely. I, I was so nervous going to like specialist and therapist and you know, developmental experts and stuff like that. And one of the things I've always thought is every human being is just so different. And 
I'm like, how can you really like judge? And then I like a few years, it's all, I feel like everything is also so recent. Like it used to be you either are or you aren't. And now there's this big wide spectrum. Um, And I'm like, you know, you could have like the slightest be on like the lowest end of the spectrum to all the way at the very tippity top. And I'm like, I feel like everyone fits into that. Like you might have anxiety and be just so functioning on this end. And then you could meet somebody else who's like way up at the top. And I'm like, I feel like human beings are just on their own spectrum. (laughs) I mean, even some of the things, like some of the sensory things that Ava has trouble with, like she's kind of funny about some noises, you know, like my husband is like funny about some noises, you know, or like she doesn't like the feel of some stuff. And I'm like, well, I'm kind of like that. Like, I don't like that, you know? So it's like, yeah, totally. Everybody, everybody has like some sort of a sensory threshold, you know, like, Oh, which I have misophonia. So I definitely relate to that. What did you say you have? Misophonia. It's a, it's a heightened sensitivity to like light and sound. So like there are certain, um, certain sounds. Yeah. Like certain sounds are being in certain areas. Um, like, uh, for example, I took my son to a birthday party. Um, and it was a birthday party that was inside. The only other birthday party he's ever gone to, because it is just the two of us, um, is one that was outside and it had like a bounce house and everything. And I'm like, okay, I'm great with that. But then we were invited to a birthday party in January that was inside and, (laughs) and like, just like the echoing of like high pitched noises from kids screaming and laughing, or like if I were to be in like, um, I took Milo to try to get him into an activity. I took him to like a toddler's tumbling class and that was miserable. And I'm (laughs) like, oh, and it's so bad. I had to pull over. So the birthday party was about a mile, maybe two. I feel like I can see their house from my house um, away from mine. And I had to throw up twice on the way home, like pull over and throw so it's so it like, makes you like it's- oh yeah, it definitely makes me like definitely affects me physically. And then like even yeah. it's kind of frustrating because I wear glasses. So like the sound is annoying, but like the worst one is like lights. Like I don't like the flashing Christmas lights. Um or like driving at seven o'clock PM, <laughs> like that kind of yeah. stuff. That my that drives my husband crazy when the sun's shining like right in your face. Oh, that's the worst time of day. I feel like it's, it's frustrating always, to everybody. <laughs> I feel like it's frustrating to everyone, but I'm like, man, it just like it really sucks. As many of you know, finance is my profession. When I'm not here laughing, sipping, and chatting with all of you, I have over a decade of financial industry experience. And financial wellness is such a passion of mine. Like many things in the world, finances tend to look a little differently for women, even in today's generation. 
Webull has simplified the stock market and investing game with an easy-to-navigate, zero-commission platform that has free real-time quotes, multi-platform accessibility, 24-7 online help, and extended trading hours. If you're looking to increase your financial portfolio and set up your retirement IRA and start investing in yourself, click the link in the show notes below to receive two free stocks on me. Hi, Wine Moms, and thank you for listening to today's episode. Today's episode with Melissa was really important, and I wanted to put it out there, even though I lost a little bit of the ending footage. But she is a KIF-1A mom, and I feel like just bringing awareness to this special needs disorder was so important. But not only is she a mama, she is also a multi-business owner and an inspiration to us all. She's the owner of The Hair Room in Kansas City and a hairstylist since 2004. She also owns Butcher Beauty, which you can find at butcherbeauty.com, and Empower Apparel, which you can find at empower-apparel.com. Now, if you want to learn more about KIF-1A, visit kif1a.org. I will leave all of these links and her social media handle in the show notes below. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Mommy Wines podcast. Make sure to leave a rating and review. And don't forget, if you're listening on YouTube, to give this video a big thumbs up and make sure to subscribe. And feel free to share this episode with your friends. Be like, hey girl, just listen to this super awesome and relatable podcast from Mommy Wines. Here's the link to the episode. Have fun. You know. And to support the show and keep it growing, snag some MWP merchandise available at themommywines.com. You can also find all of my wine gadgets and my favorites right there under the shop page. For even more tipsy content, follow Mommy Wines Podcast on Instagram. On IG, I go live with real wine industry professionals. I try new sips, connect with all of you wine moms, and share some pretty funny memes if I do say so myself. All sponsor info and links will be available in the details below. So until next Wine Wednesday, mamas, parent and drink responsibly.